Welcome to the Fish House Nation podcast presented by Catch Cover, your home for ice fishing news, tips, stories, and strategies. And now, your host, Chris Larson. Welcome to the Fish House Nation podcast. Today, we're talking the Brainerd Ice Fishing Extravaganza, and I'm with Jeff Bailiff from the Brainerd JCs. Thanks for joining the show. You bet. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah, we wanted to talk to you about the event. First of all, what is the Brainerd JCs Ice Fishing Extravaganza? So the Brainerd JCs Ice Fishing Extravaganza is a is the largest charitable ice fishing tournament in the world. Um, it's held every year the last Saturday in January. This year it's January 25th, 2020. Um, and we basically uh, build a little village out in the middle of Holnaday Bay on Gull Lake in Brainerd, Minnesota and uh, have about 12,000 of our best friends come out and try to catch the biggest fish and win a truck or a four-wheeler or s- some cash or a Strike Master ice auger. So um, it's, a, it's a very magical event. How many people come to it? So typically we have right around 10,000 contestants that are actually out there fishing. And plus we have about 500 volunteers out there day of and lots of spectators as well. So usually the average is about 12,000 people on ice awesome. during the, that day. So what is it all about? How, do, how does it work? So basically how it works is, um, you know, we sell tickets, obviously, when you come fish, fish the contest. When people come into town, um, especially from out of town or even locals, uh, everybody parks at one of our parking lots. We have one at Brainerd International Raceway, and we have one uh, just south of Niswa by the Holiday Gas Station. So basically people park at our parking lots, and then they uh, jump on a shuttle bus, um, and we shuttle them out to the ice. Um, those buses start running at 7 o'clock on Saturday morning. Uh, once they get to the ice, our checkpoints open at 8, so we check everybody's coolers, uh, their bags, anything like that, just to make sure that they have the appropriate bait, because you can't have bait fish any larger than 4 inches. Um, make sure they don't have any glass, uh, any weapons of any sort, um, but then, uh, and then we let them in, and you go find a hole. So the day before, on Friday, we drill uh, right around 16 to 18,000 holes um, with 60 to 80 volunteers. It takes about four hours. And uh, so we drill those holes on Friday. So you go find a hole and you get set up and check your depth and get your Vexlar put in there. And, uh, and then the party starts, basically. <laughs> so uh, people have a lot of fun out there. Yeah, um, tell, me, tell me about the format. So the holes are already drilled, so you're not bringing an auger. Can't bring an auger. Can't bring an auger to our contest. We drill all the holes for you. I would recommend bringing a chisel or something because depending on the weather, especially if it's cold, they will freeze back in. So, um, but yes, we do pre-drill them all on Friday, and then uh, after that, um, everybody kind of meanders about, um, drinks their beverage of choice, of course, and uh, they come to our tents. Um, they can come to the Mr. Heater Hotspot tent and check out all the Mr. Heater products. Check out our our leaderboard up on up in the main, by the main stage. We have a ton of vendors out there that are selling food and drinks and everything else. So um, it's really it's super fun. It's magical to to be part of it. Yeah. How, how does the fishing work? How does it work? As far as how the how the prizes are taken care of. So we have 150 prizes um, on our leaderboard on the, for the fishing contest. Um, first place is a truck. Um, so Mills Auto Group Motive Group provides a either a Ford F-150 or a GMC Sierra for the winner of the contest, and uh, they get to pick which one they want. So it's pretty neat. Um, and then we have lot. And so we have 
every prize on the board's great, um, but we we like to randomize the board some. So a lot of the bigger prizes are split up throughout the entire raffle. So for instance, 100th place is a brand new uh, ice castle. Wow. So um, you can get 100th place and still get a great prize. Yeah. So And then we also have a catch of the day. Um, so how that works is it's a $5 sticker that gets added to your ticket. Um, and how that works is we pick, usually about the Tuesday before the contest, uh, we pick a species as the, the committee picks a species what we want to do that year. And if you catch the largest fish of that species and you have the sticker, uh, you win a, it's about a $9,000 package. It includes a Grandpa's Hideout Ice Castle, uh, Strike Master Ice Auger, a Vexlar, uh, an Aquaview, $500 cash and I think a $250 gift card to Fleet Farm is on there too so that's a great package um, the cool thing about that is is like last year I think it was last year um, I believe it was the the, the the guy that caught the biggest perch because the perch, perch was catch of the day last year and uh, he didn't have the sticker so he ended up not being able to get that $9,000 package and it went to the next guy that had the next biggest perch that had the sticker and uh, so Unfortunately for him, he should have spent the five dollars, but <laughs> that's the chance to take, right? Right. So, do do people know what that fish is before the tournament, or when yep. is that unveiled? Yep. So we usually, like I said, we usually pick that uh, on like the Tuesday before. Of course, we post it uh, out on the ice, but obviously we blast it out on our Facebook site and also on our internet mm -hmm. site too on icefishing.org. What what species do you have categories for? So anything counts in our contest. Um, it's biggest fish is basically how it works. So um, if you go out there and you catch a, you know, a big northern or a big walleye, you're probably going to win. Mm -hmm. um, but we have a lot of tulipies that get registered, um, and it, you know, so any any species counts. Whatever you catch. Awesome. No. That's that's wild west, man. Yeah. That sounds like a, a blast. And everybody who gets in gets one line. Is that how that works? Well, you can legally fish two lines in Minnesota, but in our con in our contest, you can fish two holes if you want, if okay. you have two tickets. Uh, so it's one ticket per hole. So they, um, so there's a lot of folks that buy two tickets and they fish two holes. So, and then uh, gun goes off at noon. We have a cannon that we shoot off at noon, um, and everybody can drop their lines at that point and start fishing. Um, and then uh, at three o'clock it ends. Okay. So, uh, but it's pretty neat once cannon goes off to kind of just watch, because um, there's always fish right away, and to watch people come running in um, from a distance to to come get their fish weighed, it's it's pretty cool. So, <laughs> so. what is the environment like? It's crazy to be honest uh, to have that many people on in the middle of a frozen lake having a blast and uh just it, it's just great camaraderie i don't even know how to explain it it's just magical it really is i know i've said that already but it's 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 super cool to see that many people on ice at the same time yeah and they're fishing tight quarters so what what is that like so we we grid out our, our holes when we drill them um typically they're 10 feet apart so uh we'll run a grid with snowmobiles typically and then we drill on the intersections and we run those lines about every 10 feet so you have a decent amount of space mm -hmm. um for for you to work with um but yeah i mean there's they, they get bunched up for sure yeah. um you know there's certain areas of the contest that people like better than others uh depending on what they're fishing for so um you know you can you could be have a lot of space or you might be have a lot of people around you depending on where you pick but um but super neat. What's your favorite story from the tournament? 
My favorite story from the tournament, I would have to say just seeing the reaction of some of these folks when we get to interview them um, after the contest is over and you know the guy that wins the truck is to come up um, and uh, talk about how he caught his fish. But honestly, I mean, there's so many good stories. I don't know if I can pick a favorite, um, but I just love the contest and you know, and uh, we, I have a really, really good committee that helps put this on every year. Um, I have the honor of leading them this year, uh, but uh, it takes a really, really big army to keep this thing going every year. Um, since it is 100% volunteer run, you know, it's it's awesome, yeah. you know, so in so last, we usually have about 450 to 500 volunteers um, between the, the few days of the contest. Um, it takes us, we set up on Thursday and Friday, and then the contest is on Saturday. So between those three days and the day after for cleanup too, you know, there's about five, 450 to 500 volunteers that it takes. The greatest thing to me about this contest is it's 100% for charity. Everything we make gets donated back to Brainerd Lakes area nonprofit organizations. Um, in the last 29 years of this contest, we've donated over $4 million to charities in the Brainerd Lakes area. So um, it's amazing. That's the To me, that's the biggest thing about this contest is we're giving it all back. We're doing this just because we want to do it for the right cause. Yeah, so. I want to unbox that here in a little bit. But first, I just wanted to talk to you about what goes into this? I mean, you said there's 500 people that help during the event, but there's planning, I'm sure, for this throughout the year. Tell us about the process and putting something like this together. So typically the process starts um, not too not too long after the last contest ends. So usually around March we start having meetings um, and start working on everything that we need to do for the year. Um, because every year, every year something changes a little bit, but um, a lot of it is um, working working with our sponsors to get there contracts sewn up for the for the next year again figure out what what works for them what didn't work for them um, so there's a lot of conversations with the sponsors um, to make sure that they're getting the value that they need out of it and then lots of marketing um, so we're always working on marketing trying to find different ways to to get the word out and get more people to come to our contest and so there's I mean there's probably 40 to 50 different roles on the committee that all have to happen at some point throughout the year and some of them have to be worked on earlier than others and others and some are uh, you know just day of type jobs but it's so it takes us about it's about a 10-month process and we've been doing it for so long that it, it has really become a machine mm -hmm. you know and the cool thing about it too is the machine is well organized to the point where i mean we have members that come in come out that type of thing all the time um, and roles change um, but the transitions work out really well because we have great documentation and just good organization to to be able to hand off roles to to younger jc's that want to take on something new um, so it's really neat it's yeah. really neat tell me a little bit about some of the charities that you guys are helping out so our our biggest uh, beneficiary our largest beneficiary of this contest is uh, confidence learning center so what they do is provide camper days and events and activities for individuals with uh, mental and cognitive disabilities. They help these folks get out there and do ice fishing or fishing in the summer or rock climbing and they just have a ton of different things that they help these folks do that they couldn't otherwise probably do uh, in their at their in their home environment mm -hmm. um, and it's an amazing organization that 
that provides really, really cool things for these folks. So they are our main beneficiary of this contest. Um, and then we have another about a 50 other charities that we donate to as well. Most of those charities are folks that help us. So that's where we get a lot of our volunteers um, is uh, the other groups that come out and they, they come, you know, they'll send 10 people out and help ride buses and load buses for, for our contestants or to help us with, you know, perimeter security at the event or inner security or selling tickets or raffle tickets. You know, we have a lot of outside groups that sell raffle tickets for us before the event. Um, and they do that to, to raise funds for themselves too. So that's where, you know, we get the majority of our volunteers. Uh, that's kind of how donations get selected too is um, based on how much manpower was provided to help us get this contest rolling. So, but we have a, a solid, a solid base of folks that come back every year to help us, and uh, it's neat. It's super fun. Tell me about the organization. What are the JCs all about? So the the JCs, how I like to say it, is a they're a, a leader, leadership development organization for younger individuals. Um, so people that are 18 to 40 can be a member of the JCs. Um, the Brainerd JCs chapter has about 120 members right now. And uh, so what we do is try to provide leadership development opportunities, helping us with projects, planning projects, new concepts. Um, so basically it's a really good way to A, meet some, some great friends, and B, work on your life skills as well. So it's very fun to be a part of. Yeah, what I found super interesting, we were talking before, is that uh, at 40, you're out. Yeah. And, and really, a lot of these organizations, service organizations, most of the time when you walk up to the booth, it's a lot of older gentlemen. But what was cool about your booth is it's a lot, and ladies too, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> when I walked up to your booth, it was young people. You bet. And, and that's very cool. So that is, you know, that is one of the rules of the JCs in general is, um, you know, once you turn 41, uh, you, you can't be a member anymore is kind of how it works. They're, I mean, they, you'd be an alumni member or something, you know, that kind of thing. But but at that point, you know, you lose your vote and, you know, and they want you to move on, you know, because the, the JCs, is, it is for, uh, you know, to develop those younger folks. And, um, you know, you can't do that if you, if you let people stay in it. And, you know right. indefinitely so i understand the concept yeah. you know uh it'd be a sad day when i have to step down but you know that just means it's the next part of next chapter of my life has to start so yeah no that that's that's really very interesting and very cool i thought that was that was very cool yeah. it's the 30th anniversary event Are you guys doing anything special for your 30th year you know we've done a few things um you know so we had we partnered with a brewery in brainerd this year uh roundhouse brewery um and they actually uh, brewed a a new a new, new flavor for us it's called ice auger blonde ale um it's being distributed by cnl distributing and uh sold and pretty much every liquor store in the Brainerd Lakes area and wherever and however far as far they reach. I heard about Maple Grove is about the farthest south it's made it so far, but super good beer. So that's, that's pretty fun. Um, they designed a really cool can for us. Of course, we'll do a few other fun things um, on the ice too, but nothing major that we have super planned, but I mean, it's a great year. It's 30 years, but um, you know, nothing, we'll do, we'll have a few fun things, which mm -hmm. we're, we're working on still, but, uh, but yeah, nothing, nothing too crazy. Is there anything I didn't ask you that's important? Uh, you know, if you, if you want to reach out to us, uh, find, you can find us at icefishing.org. Um, all of our rules are on there. All of our 
guidelines or frequently asked questions, um, how to get there, where to stay, that type of thing. You can find all the information on icefishing.org. And uh, yeah, that's, that's really about it. Awesome. We'd love to see you in January. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you. So you want to find out more about the 30th anniversary Brainerd J.C.'s ice fishing extravaganza, go to icefishing.org. But uh, it is, I've never been, but I've seen video, I've seen pictures. It looks like an amazing event, and based on what you're telling me, very fun. An atmosphere of, uh, of a good time and an opportunity to win some awesome stuff. You bet. Thanks for listening to the Fish House Nation podcast presented by Catch Cover. For more ice fishing content, visit our blog at catchcover.com.